Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So the bank bailouts continue. If you look at these few charts, we're going to go over them right now. Let's head over to my Twitter feed, and you'll see exactly what I'm referring to. This is a chart that I retweeted. I think I got this from uh, Sven Heinrich, I think is his name. I think he goes by Northman Trader. And this is the Bank Term Funding Program. We all remember that from March of 2023. That was the Fed's new facility that they had to create, even though just before that they said they had all the tools necessary <laughs> to combat a banking downturn. I guess not. But that would be represented by this blue line. And uh, what this gentleman is trying to point out is the correlation between the S&P 500 and the blue line. Now, I would argue that there really isn't a correlation as far as mechanics and plumbing, but maybe psychologically there is because the the market knows the bank is there to pretty much backstop all of these banks that most likely would have gone bust. And therefore, the Fed's there with the backstop and we can go ahead and risk on. It's not necessarily that there's more, quote unquote, liquidity or less liquidity in the system overall. But the main point we want to make here is we see this blue line. And you would think that if the banking crisis was over, then obviously none of these banks would need the bank term funding program anymore. But we can see that not only are they still using it, but they're using it to the greatest degree they have since the program began in March of 2023. We're up over, I don't have an exact number here, but we'll call it 105 billion roughly. So this is something that we need to watch like a hawk. I discussed this in a prior whiteboard video where there are really three components to, or kind of three charts that you can look at to determine the overall health of the banking system and the probability that this banking crisis continues and maybe what inning we're in right now. This is the first one. The next one is the, this was the federal home loan bank. And a lot of people call this the lender of second to last resort. So if you guys watched my whiteboard video, you saw that the banks will go here first because it's kind of incognito because what this was set up for was for mortgages. So if you go there, it looks like, oh yeah, I'm uh, just doing some uh, mortgages. Yep, got a lot of demand for homes. So we're gonna need to borrow a little money from the Federal Home Loan Bank. And we're gonna issue more and more and more of those homeowners trying to support the American dream. When in reality, they're going there and they're just borrowing money because they just blew a hole in their balance sheet and they're about to go bust, you see? But from the outside looking in, you can't tell the difference where if the bank goes to the bank term funding program, then the market looks at that and says, okay, something's up. They got problems. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And then take it to the furthest extreme. If they go to the discount window, then the market basically knows they're, they're toast. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. You go there and it's going to be very difficult to borrow money in the markets moving forward. And therefore, it's going to be very hard for you to stay in business. Hey, guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. 
Jason Hartman, Real Estate, and Brent Johnson with Macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So Jack Farley, who's fantastic, great podcast, Forward Guidance is what it's called. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, he did a Twitter thread on this, and of course, it's not coming up. Well, I can give you the gist of it. Let's go over here to the Fed's. Uh, actually, let's do this. Let's go to the FHLB on Fred. Here we go. So the FHLB advances, and this at certain times, I have to admit, the increase is because there is more demand for mortgages. And banks are going to them for liquidity or uh, if they can't go to the, the Fed or maybe they can't access the repo market. I'm not sure why. But they go here and uh, then they have more balance sheet capacity to go ahead and create those mortgages uh, because they're probably not plugged into the bigger banking system network because that liquidity or that balance sheet capacity could be easily provided by J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, et cetera or a lot of those offshore euro dollar banks. But so, you know, during this spike right here, it is true. It's mostly because the amount of mortgages are going up, same here. But during this spike, it is not because the mortgages are going up. It's because they're getting bailed out. And here, same thing, card mortgages are going up. Here, during the survey sickness, that's gonna be because banks are blowing up. And here, you can see it went even higher and faster than it did during the GFC, which everyone remembers as a financial crisis. Now, the problem with this data is it, uh, they only do it quarterly. I'm not sure why. So this is as of Q1, but we don't have the Q2 numbers yet. So Jack did some great investigative reporting there. He went and kind of uh, put together some charts himself that shows that it's likely, now we don't know for sure until we get the absolute numbers, but it is likely that this has come down. But it most likely has not come down to a point where I would consider it normal to where we could safely assume that the number is representing demand for mortgages and not demand for bailouts. So the bank term funding program still at an all-time high or at an all and going higher. This going a little bit lower, but we're still not out of the danger zone. Main takeaway there. So now let's go over to the discount window. And uh, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Google, do your job for heaven's sakes. Jeez, how hard is it? There we go. Ah, my goodness gracious, this is the rate. All right, we got to zoom in on that. So discount window, yeah, same thing as the bank term funding program, although this is quarterly as well. So we're really going to have to pay attention to when these numbers come out next which I would imagine would be pretty soon. And the numbers I'm referring to would be the discount window usage because that is the absolute lender of last resort. If there's any usage there, that's a huge, huge red, red flag because of what we discussed earlier. So their first option 
is the federal home loan bank. Second option is bank term funding program. Although that is a little bit different. That's really if they have uh, these treasuries on their balance sheet that they want to get for par, I guess that could be an option. And this is the very last option. So we've got to watch these like a hawk when they come out these new quarterly reports. But the bottom line here is the Fed is still supporting the banking system through not only the Federal Reserve, but what I call the second central bank, and that is the Federal Home Loan Bank. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.